I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. What was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Pat, can you can you do your Bob Dylan impersonation? No, Sam and Joe, I can't do that. Please? That's on the... I mean, if you're going to push me to do it. For my birthday, belated birthday present. Oh, it's a birthday present? Yeah, I have the same birthday as Bob Dylan, actually, so oh. this is kind of perfect. Okay. Oh, I can't do it. It's so much pressure. Hey, Mr. Tambourine, playing a song for me. Was it oh, my yeah, God. It good? It's so good. <laughs> you know, you might not be able to do Christopher Walken, but I you can't. can do Bob Dylan. I can't do Walken. But uh, yeah, here we are. Welcome, everybody, to Kickstream Pod. We're back. We're doing our thing. Here we got a double Buffy on board. Yeah, and on sorry deck. we uh, sorry we skipped a week. That's just gonna happen sometimes, you know. Life is life in a rolling avenue of waves. Yeah, that was my I think student. Think I'm mixing metaphors. My student <laughs> would show up in my office and say, "How's life?" And she'd say, "You know, life's life." And <laughs> <laughs> which is Ain't good. That I think the truth. I think that should be a T-shirt. Yeah. Shout out to Ashley. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, how was your Memorial Day? Did you do anything fun with it your fam? was grand. Yes. I went and saw my family, all my siblings, and we went to a local Brewers Fest, which was very Ooh. fun. We got a, uh, they give you like a sampler glass and then a bunch oh, of yeah. tickets. I've been to one. And you go around. I've never done one of these. This Oof. is fun. This is, yeah. That's good. And they had uh, food trucks there. It was all very tasty. Yeah. Very good. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. And then I beat my brother twice in cribbage. He was not happy about that. Nice. But I was. <laughs> uh, things were good. Yeah, it was It was grand. How was yours? Was uh, your Memorial Day good? It was complicated. <laughs> uh, well, we do usually celebrate my birthday for Memorial Day. So like I had a, you know, had an ice cream cake. That's always, Ooh. that's always what I ask for. Really? That's your um, thing? You get like cookie crumbles on it or something? Yeah. You know, like the Carvel, the standard yeah. one mm-hmm. with the vanilla on top, chocolate yeah. on the bottom, cookie, cookie, crispy crumblies in between. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. listening. So that was good. Uh, then I had some family drama, which was not as fun. Ooh, but... yeah. We all hate that. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's what it is. It's what it is. Hey. It's, uh, it's fine. Frank. Moving on. It's what it is, Frank. That's from The Irishman. Oh, okay. I haven't say that, seen that yet. Say that Still. to uh, Melissa when you see her. Say, hey, Frank, it's what it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you got to see the Irishman. It. It's a, it's I, classic. I don't know why I haven't watched that yet. I mean, I think it's, it's just I'm I need to be prepared and I need to like sit down and you know. Yeah, it's a really... three and three hour and forty five minute Martin Scorsese old man oh, that's, uh, gangster that's pick. That's so I, I don't know if it's it. up your alley, really. It is. You know I like gangster picks, though. Yeah, but this one is like I it's, like the Departed. It's a really old like. Yeah, they're like old people, okay? But they do like okay. they do de aging on Robert mm-hmm. De Niro. So Bobby D is trying to act like he's in his twenties or Thursday thirties, but like, you know, his body's obviously like a decrepit like eighty year old man. I mean decrepit he looks Weird. great. He looks great. He just had a 
just had another kid. All right. Yeah. So yeah, prop, he did. Props I know. To Bobby I was D. like, what the heck? He's not decrepit. He's great. He's a national yeah. treasure. But yeah. he doesn't look like a spring chicken who's you no. know twenty and thirty who's beating up a man on the street. Okay. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's a brass tax. Can you say that? Brass tax. Bra- you yeah. can say that, right? Does that work? Does that work for that? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just in general, whenever I say anything, I'm always like second guessing let's, it. Like, is that well, going to get me in trouble? Well, I think it's more like let's get down to brass tacks. Right. But, the, but you never know what's canceled the these days. You know, they like can't say brass tacks anymore because, you know, something about, you know, this segment of population or something. And you're like, oh, right. Yeah, I didn't oh. know. It's just something yeah, that I don't know about. My uncle said. Know. It doesn't seem like a thing that we would have to worry about. But Okay. All right. Good. We won't know. have to edit that out, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we got double buffies here to get through. Should we just uh, get started, Sammy Joe? Should we jump in? Because I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit recline on the old uh, office chair here and let you just take the reins on what? the uh, recap. You know, and I'll just chime in every once in a while. That's what double buffies for. You know, I just kind of oh, every chime every in. once in a while you're gonna chime yeah, in. Yeah, just you know, I'll give you a little quip or something. You know, I'll try to throw a pun at you. Maybe uh, you know, I'll be like, eh, Xander's hair was fresh you know and then like mm-hmm. you just keep going and then i'll just pop in uh, every speaking once in a while of hair being fresh yeah you don't have anything to say about i was gonna this? say something about your hair it is looking fresh it's it's Today. a little bit it's a little Today bit more I got it done. strawberry pink yeah. yeah yeah i got it got it colored and cut today cotton candy it's kind of like a cotton yeah. candy yep that's yeah. what i that's what i was going i was for. also I thinking you could probably cut it right where the strawberry pink meets like the darker pink mm-hmm. you know and i think that would still look pretty pretty nice no. like if you get one of those angled cuts like where it gets shorter yeah. up towards the back i think that's yeah that's i don't a sharp do look why not it's sharp for sure but it's not my look it's like a bob you know yeah It'd i've be like, done uh, that before and Mia it doesn't wallace look good from on me. pulp fiction mm. yeah yeah it doesn't look good on me but she had bangs we got to get those yeah. bangs going again, no, Sammy Joe. No, you know, as we have declared, I cannot have bangs. I think we could. I think we could work on some bangs with you. No, no. I think we could pull it off. I know? think we should. Let's get in to Buffy. Let's get in to Buffy. <laughs> All right. So, first Buffy episode we watched was, and now. There's really no rhyme or reason to putting these together. I guess they sort of kind of work a little bit, but mostly I was like... To be honest with like, you, Sammy Joe, this is like two weeks ago that I saw these episodes. Oh, I know. I don't remember. You don't remember anything. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, right. Um, I think Riley. I was just like... Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, I was just like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. we need a we need a double Buffy. These these are fine. Yeah. Uh, so first one we watched was season six, episode 15, As You Were, original air date, February 26, 2002, written and directed by Douglas Petrie. Bringing back one of your oldie predictions from yeah. episode 85, you said, I don't think Riley will come back. <laughs> and if he does, it'll be for a quick wink. Uh, maybe later on at the end of the series when Buffy's found her true love. Uh, so... Let's give it that like that's a thirty-five like, percenter. I would say, yeah, that's yeah, thirty-five right? percent. Sure, I was about thirty-five sure. percent there. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. let's say that. Okay. Uh, you also then last episode you said Dawn will stop whining because the fans have grown tired of it. So far, so good. They're gonna they're gonna start to write her into a smaller character. <laughs> 
<laughs> Willow and Tara will continue to re-blossom. We'll get closer and closer until some inciting incident happens where they rekindle their relationship and makeup. Mm-hmm. Yep, those are good ones. So we open on night shift at the Double Meat Palace. Buffy's scraping grease off the grill. Real great. As her coworker Todd, who looks to be about her age, talks her ear off kind of condescendingly. And then he says, oh, I forgot you dropped out of college and mentions how he's working on his MBA. And this guy reminds me of uh, someone, someone that we know, not that you know, but someone that's sort of a friend of mine, Dave's. Okay. All right. Someone perhaps you interacted with at our wedding and okay. felt the same way. They were sort of real full of themselves and couldn't help but talk down to people. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds familiar. <laughs> so Buffy tells Todd that she's reapplying to college and Todd tells her to clean the gum under the tables. Gross. You know, nothing just nothing brings you back down than y- you being know, told to bring clean gum under the You know the tables. what, Sammy Joe? That's why yeah. I quit McDonald's. Did I you even get into that gum? story? No, you didn't. I was a year into my career at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I was a crew trainer, Sammy Joe, with yeah, 12 months of experience, okay? Yeah. I was big time. Had the blue shirt with the yellow uh, a stripe down the, the shoulder, you know? Yeah. Okay. I was decorated. Decorated crew mm-hmm. trainer. All right? <laughs> you had stripes. And you know what management told me to do? What? They said, hey, you, Pat, get outside and scrub the drive through a ground. The pavement has a whole bunch of used gum that's getting wadded up, and you need to get out there with, with a scrub brush and a bucket of water, soapy water and scrub all that nasty chewed gum up off the drive through And you just quit on the spot. I put in my notice at the end of the shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you actually did it? Yeah. Yeah, I wow. had to go out there, and I was like, why doesn't the new guy do it? Because, like, a new guy just started. I'm like, dude, dude hasn't earned his stripe yet. Yeah, I'm I decorated. I got a stripe. I'm decorated crew trainer, and you're going to make the crew trainer go out there and scrub? You know? I earned yeah. this. And they're, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't say any of that, of course. I just kind of gave him a look, gave him the eye. I was like, you want me? There's mm-hmm. nobody else you would like to ask to go out there? And mm-hmm. they said, just go do it. I was like, Okay. <laughs> Wow. Guess what? But, but you know, joke's on them because I had a second job at the movie gallery. Maybe they're just trying to, you know, trying to get me out the door. Maybe. They're like, you know what? His time has come. He needs to move on to greener pastures <laughs> or redder pastures because it's movie gallery. Anyways, so that's anyway. why I quit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so... Buffy has to, not at least, at least she doesn't have to do it outside, just clean the gum on her So humiliating, because people are still using the drive-thru, and they're like beeping their horns like, excuse me, oh, I need to get, and I'm okay, sorry, I had to pick up my bucket and my used gum wad, and just keep on moving. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Aw. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Ugh, so then we cut to Buffy singing the Double Meat Palace jingle, swinging a takeout bag while patrolling a graveyard. <laughs> And a vamp jumps out to attack her, but he's repelled by her fast food smell. He says, yeah, this is funny. Yeah. He says, you know what? Let's just call it a night. It's it's all the same to you. (laughs) And you've been eating that stuff. I'm not so sure I want to bite you. 
And he starts to leave, but Buffy throws a stake and dusts him, and then she sniffs herself and mopes off. Yeah. Reality check. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then we get the intro, and then afterwards, Buffy arrives home to find Spike waiting for her behind a tree outside her house. Oh, jeez. He flirts with her. She tries to turn him down. She says she's not going to let him in the house, so he pulls her to the tree. Here we go. Gives in. She drops the takeout bag. Oh, jeez. Then we cut to Buffy entering the house. Her hair is a little must. She slaps the bag. Must? Yeah, a little must up. It got must up. A little must up. Hey, my hair just got must up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like that. Yeah, okay. She slaps the bag on the counter and Dawn takes out the burger, points out that it's smushed. Yeah, I'll say. It's because it it got smashed up against a tree, Dawn. Yeah. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Don politely tells Buffy, I can't eat this stuff another night. And so Buffy promises to bring home the fisherman nuggets with cheese the next day. Ugh. Fisherman gross. nuggets? That doesn't sound that bad. Ugh. Like little fish fish fries? That would be great. I, I would assume so. You don't like um like uh fish like, sticks? Yeah, no. fish sticks with tartar? Tartar nope. tartar no. sauce. No. <laughs> no? That's I don't. good stuff. I don't like it. You squeeze a little lemon on it if you're fancy. Yeah, I just don't like fish no. at all. So. You know, when I was a kid, there's a few Listen, things that I would Listen, you know what eat. I need to ban on this podcast? I need to ban us talking about gross food stuff, okay? <laughs> well, so we we're just going to move on, okay? Willow Wait, enters the real kitchen. Quick. No, I don't want to hear about your nasty fish stick story. All right. Okay, fine. Tell me. I used to eat a lot of fish sticks, and when I'd go to any restaurant, I'd just eat fish sticks and uh, garlic bread. Those are my vices. <laughs> for me it was chicken fingers see fries. we're not that that far away from each other no just different animal yeah sure yeah all right Ugh. so willow enters the kitchen <laughs> points out the grass stand on buffy's jacket and then tells buffy that she should join her and dawn at the bronze but buffy declines uh, at the bronze, Xander and Anya are still working on their seating chart and stress-eating Doritos, which Anya says will make Xander pop right out of his cummerbund. <laughs> Dawn asks the how they're bun? doing. It's the thing that you put over your pants and shirt so you can't see like the, you can't see where your pants meet your shirt. That comes up later. <laughs> but it's it's kind it's kind of like a sash. That goes over your pants Who and wears like a cummerbund? the bottom of your shirt. A man does. A man does. Yeah. A man wears a cummerbund. Okay. Is it common practice to wear a cummerbund? I think it probably was more back then. Oh. It's not really right. now. Okay. Is like you probably saw people wearing it at like a prom. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Dawn asks how uh, Xander and Anya are doing, and she nearly gets her head bitten off. Then she goes over to Willow, who <laughs> says, when I was little, I used to spend hours imagining what my wedding to Xander would be like. And now I look at them, and I just think, hee-hee-hee. <laughs> Dawn points out that Willow is very chipper, likely due to her and Tara speaking again. And she asks if she's going to call her, but Willow says, oh, no, too soon for so blue bold a maneuver but if i did call she wouldn't hang up on me that's nice that's nice 
Back at the Summers residence, Buffy is listening to some sad country music in the basement, trying to clean her jacket. Then we cut to the next morning, and she is sleeping on the couch with the jacket on her like a blanket. She wakes with a start to the sound of the garbage truck and realizes that she hasn't brought out the trash yet. She runs out carrying two full trash bags, but the truck drives away and turns off her street. Back inside, she looks through the mail as Dawn reminds her that it's trash day. Uh, you couldn't bring them out, Dawn? Hey, Dawn. And also, why did you let your sister sleep on the couch? What's wrong with that? Sleep well, on you know, she, she, didn't, she didn't like wake her up when she got home from the bronze. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of, you know, lazy of her. Yeah, kind of weird. But yeah. anyway... Buffy opens a letter and it's UC Sunnydale rejecting her readmittance because she didn't file it in time. Dawn tells Buffy that the bronze was fun and then she's off to school. Buffy asks if she wants breakfast and Dawn says that she already made it. Uh, Again, you didn't make any for your sister? What the heck, Dawn? Selfish. Yeah, I'll say. Okay. Okay. She kisses Buffy on the cheek and leaves and we cut to Buffy flipping burgers at the double meat palace as Todd talks her ear off again. And then he tells her to go up front and take the customers. And so Buffy mopes off to the front looking down. On her moped, am I right? Yep. See, this, this is what I was ta- telling you about at the beginning of the episode. Just like these, uh-huh. these Just quippy come in with fire nuggets that I'm sure. firing at you. Yeah. Fire nuggets? Like moped. Like one. the fisherman's nuggets. Yeah, mm, make me hungry. Ugh. <laughs> um, yes, she's looking down. She starts to welcome the customer that's in front of her, looks up, and sees it's none other than one Riley Finn. Yeah, but something's changed. Yeah, he's dressed in cool secret agent guy, all black, mm. got a sweet, mean scar across the right side of his face. Scar from his is cool. But that shirt that he's wearing, that like leather bulletproof vest that he claims is Kevlar, it's not yeah. working for me, Sammy Joe. It's looking no? pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. And not like the good kind of bad, like the bad kind of bad, like straight up bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It just uh, wasn't know. working for me. I thought he looked kind of secret agent-y. Nope. It should have been, uh, been more sweatery. Should have had a little mm. bit of a, a pattern on it. It's too shiny. You know, they yeah. threw that thing together. Like props was like, we need like agent vest and they're like mm-hmm. we have four minutes until we're rolling and they're like just d- cut cut that leather off the couch over there and slap it on this guy <laughs> he's like really this is my vest and they're like yeah just put a scar on his makeup scar on the eye there there you go badass he's good he's fine let's roll let's roll we're we're places yeah that's how it went down so when you say something's different, what do you th- what do you think besides his scar? Uh, it was just a scar. Ooh, the scar with the hair. Oh yeah, his hair yeah, is better. I, I said no. I said Riley's hair looks too short. Very Brian from the Backstreet Boys, which I know you like. Brian but, was my favorite. Yeah, but you know my favorite kind of Brian was when he had a little bit of fluff to his hair. You know, mm, where you could yeah. you, you could push it around a little bit. You know. Okay, but here's the thing: is like you didn't like <laughs> Angel's hair because it had too much fluff. Uh huh. And Riley doesn't have enough. Like, Listen, what's gonna make Sammy you happy, Joe, Pat? 
it's my soul my soul wants what my soul wants okay i can't <laughs> i can't prescribe the perfect hair it's a it's a feeling all right it, it's okay. it's different with every face every person you know mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. i can't you know it's very you just want everyone to have hair like you i mean because it's not poofy it's not super poofy but it's a little bit I mean, but I kind of hate my hair. I think my hair is a little ridiculous. It's a little too wiry. Like, my mm-hmm. hair is very thick, okay? Yeah. I, it's kind of yeah, like, uh, I get it. Uh, what, what, what you might call it? The stuff like an SOS pad? It's like that. It's like a <laughs> Brillo? steel wool. Yeah, it's like a Brillo pad. I got a Brillo pad <laughs> head. That's what I got. Yeah. All so right, I well, would prefer something that Brillo falls. My son's got beautiful, wavy, like, hair it's like my wife's mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's like brown just falls mine yeah. doesn't do that mine grows out in all directions mm-hmm. and is very <laughs> thick there's no tame in this hair <laughs> yeah yeah well i think that there's no pleasing you there's no pleasing me there's no mm-hmm. pleasing you <laughs> so riley looks at her and says hey cool hey. cool guy hey girl okay let me get a double meat uh, number four with some bacon on the side. It'd be funny if he's just ordering. And yeah, uh, doesn't I need, even like her. Yeah, he doesn't even recognize her. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. girl. Anyways, I need hey, an girl. apple pie and a <laughs> large fry. You still got those wacky nuggets or is that just a promotion thing? Or did, wait a minute. You look <laughs> Spicy kind of fisherman familiar. Nuggets. Ugh, can't yeah. place you. Just can't place you. Anyways, well, that's okay. sweetheart, what do you want? She's in the car. I got to scream out to her. Hang on. Hey! What? She's wicked hot, just go by the, the way. Yeah, I like to come in. I like to see eye to eye with my server. Okay. You know, <laughs> scar eye to scar eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Scar eye for the. Yeah. Scar eye for the, for the hot guy. Am I right? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, oh. so uh yeah then we're gonna do some lines okay so i'll be buffy you be riley oh sure okay Uh uh-huh riley sorry to just drop in on you like this buffy it's you it's me you're here i know and were you always this tall look this isn't the way I wanted it, but something's come up. Something big. We don't have much time. You understand? And Buffy nods, but she says, not a word you've said so far. <laughs> right. I should have known, anticipated, you're working. Well, just counter, not grill anymore. I want to explain. I just don't have time. I've been up for 48 hours straight tracking something bad, and now it's come to Sunnydale. My hat has a cow. I know that I'm putting you on the spot, showing up like this, but you know, here we are. I need the best. I need you. Buffy, I need you, Buffy. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was you. Uh, I need you, Buffy. And Buffy can just you, stares at him. Can you help me? So... <laughs> I just love how Buffy is like, what? I'm not. Yeah, she's stunned. I'm not wor- and she's yeah, got a big my hat goofy has a hat cow. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Buffy. Out. <laughs> uh, so Todd comes around, tells Buffy that people are waiting. He's like, hello. Not now, Todd. 
Scram. Scram. Get Go back on the fry the grill, later. Todd. All right? Scrub it. But Buffy takes off her hat, grabs her coat, and she leaves with Riley. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Outside in downtown Sunnydale, Riley apologizes for the suddenness of his visit and starts to say that he'd like to sit down, but gets a beep, looks at a device, and tells Buffy that it's a Savolte demon. Rare, lethal, nearly extinct, but mm, not Savolte. nearly enough. It's close. And Buffy laughs at how he still carries around all that James Bond stuff. He tells her they've been tracking the Savolte demons and taking out nests, but they're breeders. He says, one turns into 10, 10 becomes 100. Buffy says, so they're like really mean tribbles. And Buffy, yeah. <laughs> Ry- Riley gives her a look and she says, sorry, I've been dealing with these geeks. It's a whole thing. <laughs> That's a Star Trek reference, Sammy Joe. Tribbles, troubles, and tribbles. An- another Star Trek reference. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, right, the nerds, the, the nerd squad, geek squad, trio, they are yeah. obsessed with Star Trek. So sure, and Star Wars, where, of course. That's where she gets a uh, gets it from. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they hear a demon, a demon growling, and look up to see what my transcript describes as a cross between a teenage mutant ninja turtle and the alien from Alien. It's not bad. <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, that's a uh, pretty good. I was like, I'm just gonna grab that. Yeah. Is this when they're walking down the street? Yeah. Okay. Real quick. I don't know if you uh-huh. noticed this. But on the right side of the frame, when they're walking down the sidewalk, like on the street, yeah, you can see a flag, which is a device that uh, controls light. It's like oh. a black flag. It's yeah. on a C stand on the right side of the frame. So, uh, you know, apparently they didn't account for the widescreen aspect ratio. Yeah. Well, remember right we there. talked about Bam. how. Yeah. Remember how we talked about how it was shot widescreen, but it was never meant to air widescreen. Right. It's just so funny yeah. that we get to see beyond the frame now in streaming land. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. weird? It is kind of crazy. It is. Um, yeah, so this demon is knocking over a newspaper stand, you know, causing some general mayhem. They head toward the Savolte, and Riley pulls out a badge and yells, National Forestry Service, we got a wild bear. Everybody <laughs> stand back. Wild bear, Riley. Come on. Yeah, that covers that up. You know, it's it's fine. <laughs> They won't know the difference. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's thing doesn't have any fur. Um, the demon punches Riley, causing him to drop his gun. Then he tosses Buffy. Uh, oh, then it tosses Buffy against a wall. She picks up the gun as Riley helps her up and the demon runs off. They keep walking, then split up. The demon throws a garbage can at Riley. <laughs> Always garbage can throwing. Always the garbage can. <laughs> he deflects it and Buffy tosses his gun back to him runs to help him. Riley shoots the demon with some sort of dart, and then the demon jumps onto the roof and runs off. Buffy says also, that it's too fast. Yeah. When this Savoldi thing starts uh, screaming and stuff, it makes like a weird gurgling noise. It's like, oh, I, I forget what it sounds like, but uh, it kind of sounds like <laughs> sounds e. pretty great to me. kind of sounds like when E.T. screams, he's like, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Remember, yeah. remember uh, that scene when E.T. is in the bushes and then Elliot finds him and he's like, <laughs> remember yeah, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That haunted me for years. And even now, oh. me replaying it in my head, I get shivers yeah, up my like spine, Sammy Joe. It's too much. It's too scary. Mm. Yeah. E.T. was messed up, man. Remember when we watched it for uh, Movie Club? 
Yeah, and we were like, what the fuck? We watched this as children? It was disturbing and emotionally traumatic. I mean, yeah, it's like, that's like everyone talks about Lion King, right? But like, yeah, hello, E.T. was so rough. E.T. was messed up when he's laying in the stream. He's laying in the stream and he's all pale. Yeah. Can't can't do it. The whole hospital situation thing, like, woof. You know what, Sammy Joe? That's one I'm not going to upgrade to 4K. Love Spielberg. Love me, John yeah. Williams, okay? Even Alan mm-hmm. Davio, the cinematographer. It's fantastic uh, photography. I love it all, except I can't rewatch that again. <laughs> I think I'm done. Yeah. The I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. Okay. Yeah, maybe when the kids get old enough, like, they, you know, just like, I don't know. So they have to see the classic. I don't want to subject them to it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, maybe when you're like 60, check it out. You know, yeah, classic. Just don't you don't. I don't need to watch it. You just do it yeah. on your own. Watch seven first, and then watch ET. Okay. <laughs> I was just talking about seven the other day. Oh, it's fantastic! So good. Um, yeah, great movie. Seven's a great movie. Definitely, that should come before ET. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Um. So yeah. So Buffy says that the demon's too fast, but then we smash cut to Riley speeding around in an SUV. Cool guy. He and Buffy. Have a nice cool guy. He and Buffy have a nice chit chat in the car. He asks how she's doing and she says it's complicated. He says he's got some big stories to tell her too. And she says, Did you die? And he says, No. And she says, I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He gives her a, a more appropriate black ops outfit to put on. So, same kind of shiny shirt situation. And then yeah. he also tells he's like, her, Look, that he I loves got this at hair. Rainbow. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we cut to Anya and Xander stuck in traffic on their way to pick up Xander's uncle at the airport. Anya is not happy that they're going to be staying with them, um, and they're stress-eating Doritos again. Xander yeah. says, I hate my uncle. I hate my whole family. That's why I'm marrying you, to start a new family, have children, make them hate us. Then one day, they'll get married. We'll sleep on their couch. It's the circle of life. Anya points out that some demons are also arriving at their house soon, and if she's not there, somebody's getting incinerated. Then she compares planning their wedding to staging the invasion of Normandy, but that it's going, she said, it is going to be our perfect, perfect day if I have to kill every one of our guests in half this town to do it. (laughs) Whew. Yikes. (laughs) Back with Riley and Buffy, they arrive at a dam, but don't find the demon, so they rappel down. They land on a platform... When Look they rappel yeah. down the dam, okay? Yeah, that was cool. I, you were like, cool. I thought it was cool, but also I said, this episode has some serious production value. Like, they had to go yeah. to a dam and film that yeah. and light it and rappel. Yeah. I mean, that's, a lot, mm-hmm. that's some serious stunt work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. True. That's production a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so they uh, land on a platform, look around. The demon jumps out. They attack it, knock it down. Then they have kind when of the a demon jumps moment. out. What's it sound like? I don't know. I don't remember. You clearly remember better it's than like, I do. Yeah, I'm not gonna try. Remember the ET noise? There we go. Yeah, you gotta have a little bit higher pitch. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Maybe too much. You're not going to hear that. It's not I don't know. It's, I think it's a combination between yours and mine. You blend yeah, those together. Yeah, just put together. them together. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah so they, they kind of have a charged moment, Riley and uh, Buffy, where they're sort of looking at each other. And oh. then another agenty looking woman repels down behind them. Uh-oh. She turns them 
and she says, hey there, to Riley, and then to Buffy, and she says, what exactly are you doing with my husband? Rutro, new hot what? female agent, threat Hey-o. detected, Sammy Joe. <laughs> threat level midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Riley introduces Buffy to his wife, Sam. And the demon jumps back up, but Sam is perfectly willing and capable of taking it on herself until it slaps her and Riley jumps in. He hits it with what looks like a taser. Then Sam jumps back in. Then Buffy grabs a demon and she says, call this your wedding gift and snaps its neck. <laughs> it's hardcore. And, it's cold yeah. yeah. Sam explains that they wanted it alive, but like she does it in a nice way. She's like, oh, it's fine. Like this guy probably didn't tell you that we needed alive, you know? Right. Um, that this was a homing mission. And then she slices into its stomach and yellow blood oozes out. Yeah. And she says, we're too late, and gives Riley a hard time for recruiting the Slayer without filling her in on the objective. She asks if Buffy has a safe house, and Buffy says, I have a house. I think it's safe. Sometimes you can't even leave. (laughs) (laughs) Referencing previous episode. Uh, They all arrive at the Summers residence. Dawn is kind of standoffish, but Willow and Xander- When is she not? I know. Willow and Xander greet Riley warmly. Everyone heads to the living room, but Willow hangs back to tell Buffy that she's prepared to hate Sam. Buffy says that she doesn't want to be petty, but Willow says, well, that's a beauty. You can't, but I can. Please, let me carry the hate for both of us. <laughs> Sam and Riley explain that the Savolti demon came to Sunnydale to spawn, and they were tracking it to hopefully follow it to its nest. Buffy says, we have to find the nest and fast before Sunnydale turns into the Trouble Meat Palace. <laughs> and everybody looks at her and she's like, I wish I'd said something else. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble Meat Palace. I like Xander it. is more, I know. This. These are like the little things that you're like, okay. I'm like, yeah, A plus for the day, buff. Yeah. Yeah. Xander is more interested in talking to Sam and Riley about their wedding, about wedding planning, and he brings up having to choose between a photographer and place settings. Sam tells him to get disposable cameras so the guests can take photos for them. Genius. Mm-hmm. But also make sure that at least a few people are going to take nice photos because you're definitely going to get some D pics in that. What? Yeah, some D pics. What? Come on. You, you I gonna, don't know about that. Get some butt pics. You think so? What? <laughs> Sam says they think the Savolti's eggs are going to be sold on the black market to foreign military powers and that there's a dealer in town who calls himself the doctor. <laughs> cool. She asks if Willow can do a locating spell, but Willow explains that she can't do magic because she got addicted and then she leaves the room. Mm, Riley you know how says that, that happens. Addicted to magic. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Might as well face it. I'm addicted, I'm addicted to, to magic. To spells. That's that's, yeah, that's one better. syllable. Addicted so it works better. Addicted to spells. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely better. Thank you. <laughs> Riley <laughs> says that he'll look for the doctor. Sam and Buffy should look for the nest. And Sam says that doctor, she doesn't want to doctor, slow the doctor. Give me the news. You know I got something, something, so something, full something. Day laying eggs. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how I so go down the road. Day, give me a bruise. <laughs> and you just take the that, wheel. That I rhymes like with news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is why we work. Yeah. 
Uh, Sam says that she doesn't want to slow the Slayer down, but Buffy is ready to go, not wanting to watch Sam and Riley holding hands on her couch anymore. Yeah, gross, in the kitchen, am I right? Yeah. Willow sits alone until Sam walks in and apologizes, and she tells Willow about two shamans that were working with them that got addicted to dark magic. She Mm. says, and now they're gone. Gone as in there's nothing left. I've never met anyone with enough strength to quit before. She leaves, and Willow smiles a little. That's nice. Okay, so she doesn't seem bad. She seems pretty cool, actually. She does seem cool. I thought from the get-go, I was like, you know, she's cool. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like I like her. Not someone think... you can hate on, you know? Yeah. 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 I think she's 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 with it, you know? Yeah. She's competent. She can fight. She's mm-hmm. uh Yeah, she's cool. The yeah. Sam. She's all right. Yeah. She's a stand up gal. Stand up Sam. Yeah, stand up Sam. Cut to Sass. Buffy and Sam Wait, patrolling. Stand, sus. <laughs> That's sus. <an> work. <laughs> We cut to Buffy and Sam patrolling a graveyard and Sam tells Buffy she's intimidated by her, not just because she's a slayer, but because of, you know, she knows what she meant to Riley and that it took him a year to get over her. Mm. She asks Buffy if she's seeing anyone new and Buffy kind of stumbles over her words and says, you know, I I don't want to be defined by who I'm with. Um, (laughs) And then just sort of changes the subject and is like, you know, maybe we should split up. Um, because Buffy is like, I, you know, I want to talk to an informant and he gets kind of twitchy. Sam says just she'll go find Riley and that Buffy shouldn't worry about them. Then we cut to Buffy entering Spike's crypt. She gets down to business and tells him that she needs information on the doctor. But then she says suddenly, tell me you love me. And Spike does. And she says, tell me you want me. And he does that too. And then she tells him to shut up, pulls shut him onto the coffin and starts undressing him oh man oh buffy here we go cut to later they're lying under blankets blankets naked (laughs) that's hard two words to say together yeah she unleashes a lust revenge on spike she does yeah that's definitely what's happening here right she's got to take it out on him Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And Riley bursts in. Spike is very smug about this situation. He says, what can I say? Girl just needs a little monster in her man. But Riley says, that's not why I'm here, doctor. Spike doesn't respond to this and instead goes Riley about his own vampire habit and how Buffy always had a thing for him. But Riley ignores the jabs and demands to know where the eggs are. Spike doesn't uh, cooperate, so Riley punches him as Buffy gets dressed off screen, then reappears and says, the doctor can't be Spike because he's too incompetent. Riley says, right, Mm. deadly, amoral, opportunistic, or have you forgotten? Oof. Buffy looks a little ashamed at that. And Riley says that he's going to tear the place apart until he finds the eggs. Yeah, he's going to toss it. He's going to toss the place. Yeah. Yep, so he shoves Spike aside with his gun, goes down the ladder to the underground part of his crypt, while Spike shouts that there's nothing to see and this is unconstitutional. Hmm. Buffy follows Riley, still saying that Spike isn't capable of this, but they round the corner to see a bunch of big eggs. Eggs? Eggs? I don't even know how to say it anymore. You say eggs. Messed me up. Eggs. (laughs) Eggs. 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 Eggs and pains. Spike runs in behind them, and Riley says, we're going to need more weapons. Spike screwed we're up. We're going to need a bigger you didn't... boat. Right. 
<laughs> he says, you didn't keep him frozen, did you, doctor? Spike says that he's holding him for a friend. But Buffy punches him and says, no more games. Spike gets up no and says, No more Mr. Funny. Nice Guy. That's what he should have yeah. said. Well, S- Buffy is the one who says no more games. Oh, whoops. Screwed it up. Yeah. So Spike <laughs> says, that's funny coming from her because all she's ever done is play him. And then he leaves. Riley prepares to shoot the eggs, but one hatches and a baby demon comes screeching oh, out. Oh, man. Riley tosses his gun to Buffy, takes out his taser. Buffy says she's not exactly gun girl and tries shooting, but just misses all over the place. That's like me if I try to play a first-person shooter game. Right. You know what would be funny? If uh, Riley turned a corner in the crypt here and then uh, found the Buffy bot like in, in pieces, like all roughed up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like in a pile. It's like, what the hell? And then what they just the keep. What the fuck is that? And yeah, then Spike's like, nothing to see that. here. <laughs> yeah that would have been funny <laughs> that would have been funny yeah that doesn't happen unfortunately but she does <laughs> end up using the gun as a club and says these things never useful and tosses it aside baby demons are crawling on the ceiling now one drops on riley buffy helps pull it off and then they retreat back up the ladder Buffy grabs Riley's belt full of grenades, pulls the pin on one, and tosses the whole belt down the hole, then lies on top of Riley to shield him. Then we cut to Anya and Xander hiding out in their bathroom. Sounds of yelling can be heard in the background. They're talking about Riley and Sam, and Xander says, Well, they have a great marriage, and it bummed Buffy out, but I can see it. And Anya, I really have no clue what their wedding was like. And Anya says, So our wedding is not our marriage. And Xander says, separate things. One fills me with a dread akin to public speaking engagements. And Anya says, that would be the wedding. And Xander says, which will be over soon. And then Anya says, but our marriage. And Xander says, that lasts lasts forever. And Anya smiles, relieved, kisses Xander as crash sounds from their apartment. (laughs) But they just kind of let it happen. And so I thought that was kind of cute because I do think that people get you know like super wrapped up in like the wedding and da, 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 but it they are two separate things yeah. one is just one day you know right. maybe a couple of days depending on what you're doing right and, they put a lot uh, of pressure on the wedding but it's just you know it's one evening that you know that you remember it for sure you certainly remember it but like a lot of the details and stuff like eh, you know not a huge yeah deal. yeah um so yeah i just thought that was kind of nice yeah so then um, we cut to Buffy and Riley outside the magic box. Riley tells her that they're headed to Nepal and then says that he's been given authorization to take out the doctor, but, you know, asks if she wants him to do that. She says out loud, but still only to him, that she's sleeping with Spike. Like, this is kind of the first time I feel like she's really said it out loud, I think. Um, well, no, she said it to, uh, what's her face, Tara. Yeah, but did she or did she say like... I think she did. Wasn't she like, I'm sleeping with him? Yeah, maybe she When did. she was like crying on the couch. And she's yeah. like, tell me it's not okay. Yeah. I, I feel like she confronted it there for like the first well, she, time. Yeah, but I just, I was trying to remember if she actually said I'm sleeping with him or if she just kind of like made a look and was like... Uh, that's know. true. She maybe definitely she said like I'm it. using him. Yeah. But anyway, so she says it to Riley and he's like, yeah, I noticed, (laughs) you know, 
Um, Buffy asks if Riley waited until his life was perfect to come back. And Riley says that he was terrified about seeing her. So Buffy says that her patheticness probably softened the blow for him. And we're going to do some more lines. Okay. And you can be Riley and I'll be Buffy again. Hey, you want me to say that I like seeing you in bed with that idiot? Or that blinding orange is your very best color? Or that that burger smell is appealing? You smelled the smell? Buffy, none of that means anything. It doesn't touch you. You're still the first woman I ever loved and the strongest woman I've ever known. And I'm not advertising this to the missus, but you're still quite the hottie. Easy, Riley. Take it easy, Easy, easy. Watch out. You know, it goes away after many bathings. (laughs) This isn't about who's on top. Like, Spike, I know how lucky I am right now. I love my work, and I love my wife. I know, and I kind of love her, too. So you're not in the greatest place right now, and maybe I made it worse. No. You know what she should have said? She should have been like, at least I don't have a Lion King scar on my face. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yikes. Anyways. Uh, (laughs) Wheel never stops turning, Buffy. You're up, you're down, it doesn't change what you are, and you are a hell of a woman. Take it easy, Riley. I mean, you know, he's right. He's just telling her. Yeah, I know, but he's laying her. it on a little thick. He's spreading that peanut butter on just a little yeah, thick. Yeah, he's going to be gone, you he know. Can, he's like, let me just you can have drop a little bit more boost your ego a little bit. You know, read between the lines kind of messaging, you know. Yeah. Like a little wink. You know, if I was a cool guy. Like I'd do, I'd be like, oh, you know, you got other things going on, and then I'd give a little, one of these, little, little winkaroo, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, real smooth, right? Real smooth. Real cool guy. <laughs> cool and then guy. I'd, I'd do like finger guns, like I'd be like, you know, I'd do, yeah. <laughs> do a wink and double <laughs> finger guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'd throw on my T birds jacket and walk away. I wouldn't right, say anything. Right. Of course. Else. I would. Just, and then you you would toss a cigarette and ground it, grind it with your foot. Right, right. I wasn't actually smoking because that's bad no, for you. But like, right. I just but have it burning next to me, like in my so fingers. So that you can do that. Right. Yeah, we've discussed this. I bring it up in front of me so that so that the glint of the ash, you know, it it it, sh- it reflects off my my eye. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh, so that's sure. real cool, right? Then yep. I drop it and I grind it out with my heel. Okay. But here's here's the kicker, Sammy Joe, and you're gonna like this detail. Okay. I got spurs on my boots. Oh, okay? yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Of I got spurs. Do. On. Don't question it. All right. Do I ride a horse? Maybe. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I got spurs on them boots and I'm clinking away. All right. Mm-hmm. With my T Bird's jacket and my sunglasses are going on and I'm walking into the sunset. And that's yeah. that's all there is to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. No more questions. All right. Yeah. Because I gave you wow. the wink, finger guns, grind out the cigarette. I'm gone. Yeah, Peace. you did all the things. Off to the sunset I go. Wow. Cool guy. Cool guy. Yeah. So Buffy says. <laughs> it's powerful. <laughs> powerful. Yeah. Riley, that night I never got the chance to tell you how sorry I was about what happened between us. Wait, is there more lines? Yeah, there's one oh, more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And Riley says. <clears throat> And you never have to. Cool guy. Cool guy, but not as cool as me. You but also cool. definitely have made Riley's voice deeper. 
Well, I feel like, like he's kind of changed, man, ever since he yeah. went down to Bolivia or wherever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's 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 gone through it a little bit. He's got a scar. He's a bit, you know, he's not as country bumpkin potato peeler. No. Yeah. Okay? He's married now. He's married. He's been he's seen some sowing some oats. He's seen some life in the past year, year and you know? a half. He's, uh, yeah, he's grown up a bit, this Riley. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a little gruffer. A little gruff. So the magic box door opens and Sam comes out with Xander, Dawn, and Willow. She's telling them about her and Riley's wedding. Then they join Riley and Buffy and Sam says to Willow, you have my email. You promise you'll keep in touch? And Willow is like, oh, I don't want, you know, I don't want you to be tracked or traced. But Sam says their line is secure. She hugs Willow and Xander as Dawn steps up to Riley and asks if he's going to say goodbye this time. You got to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. She hugs him, he says goodbye, and Sam and Riley move to the street as a helicopter slows above them, lets down a wire, which Riley hooks into his belt. Sam holds on to him. They rise into the air, being pulled up into the helicopter, and the helicopter starts to fly away. Willow and Xander yell, bye! And then Dawn and Xander walk out of frame, but Willow walks closer to Buffy and says, what a bitch. <laughs> That was really funny. (laughs) It was funny. (laughs) We cut to Spike in the underground part of his crypt, now just disheveled, charred, blowed up. And Buffy arrives. She tells him that Riley is gone. And Spike asks if she's there for a bit of cold comfort. But Buffy says she's not here for that. Uh, Or to bust his chops about his stupid scheme. She says, that's just you. I should have remembered. She tells him it's over, and Spike says he's heard this tune before, and Buffy admits that she does want him, but that she's using him. She says, I can't love you. I'm just being weak and selfish, and it's killing me. I have to be strong about this. I'm sorry, William. She turns and walks oh, off. She gave him the full name, too. Yeah. She didn't call him Spike. She call says, William. Yeah, that that's rough. That's so deep. deep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She turns, walks off, leaving Spike looking stricken. And then we cut to above. She walks out of the crypt and into sunlight. Wow. That's kind of cool. Cool gal. Yeah. Cool gal. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, any final thoughts? Yeah. The final thought that I have is uh, this was necessary. For mm-hmm. an episode to close out the Riley chapter, the fans needed yeah, closure. I feel on him the same way because mm-hmm. they kind of left him with the with the helicopter. You know, they're like, yeah. he's coming back at some point, but it's nice that he comes back, and uh, you know, he's got stuff sorted out because obviously he wasn't right for Buffy. Uh, yeah. So, but you he's know, doing he, well. He found Sam, and she's a good equal to him. They, I, I yeah. feel like they're they're yeah, fine. They're, they're fine for now, but like you mm-hmm. know, twenty years from now, I feel like it's gonna be you know. It's gonna be some really some, you think yeah. so i think oh. riley's gonna wake up one day and he's gonna realize that uh he might be somebody else that he was oh. hiding for a while i don't know like like buffy i don't know oh. i don't know there's something wow, for you to okay. chew on yeah thank you about. is that sure. gonna make an actual prediction or nope because he's gone he's never coming back that's okay. my prediction about riley see ya pal okay <laughs> I'm never gonna see him again. Never gonna see him again. We close that. Yeah, chapter. I I feel the same way though. Like I like I I wrote down like I like that we get some closure here, and I also like Sam. 
Uh, not just because yeah, she's she cool. has a cool name. I think she could have her, her own spinoff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You'd watch that. Yeah, the Salmonator. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Definitely. Be cool. WB, pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say Willow calling Sam a bitch at the end. It is funny in that whole I got your back best friend kind of right. way. Right, right, right. But it's That's also like, it. yeah, it's also though like, you know, part of this problematic thing that happens with women where we feel like we need to either we need to be in constant competition other. with each other and be friends or hate each other. Yeah, like mean, like mean girls and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, me, there's it's definitely like problematic, but it's also just kind of funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just okay. a little bit of trivia for you. Not that All much. Right. We already talked about how Tribbles are another Star Trek reference. Mm-hmm. Um, when Riley catches Buffy in bed with Spike, Spike says, "What can I say? The girl just needs a little monster in her man," which is almost the same thing that Spike said to Riley in season five, episode ten, "Into the Woods," which is the episode that Riley leaves. Yeah. Where he says the girl needs some monster in her man, and that's not in your nature. Oh. Um, and when Buffy tosses the gun aside and says these things, never useful. She said the same thing uh, a few episodes earlier, season six, episode four, and flooded when she's in the bank fighting mm, Fashnik. Mm, Fashnik. And like the security guard tries to shoot him, and she's like, "These things never useful." <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's uh I kind of love that. That's like a recurring a recurring theme in Buffy and a recurring belief that she has where she's like, "You know what? Guns are just not useful." And right. like, look, we are still having way too much gun violence in America. So, I think yeah. it's just, you know, it's like that's their position on this. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's it for trivia. Okay, fun trivia. Shall we get Time into episode to two? Get into Buffy again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so second episode we watched this week was season six, episode 16, Hell's Bells. Well, Hell's Bells, Sammy Joe. What kind of episode Hell's is this? Hell's Bells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, original air date, March 5th, 2002. Written by Rebecca Kirshner and directed by David Solomon. Uh, and then I just pulled a different prediction for a different semi-oldie prediction in episode 99. You said Xander and Anya will get married at the end of the season. They'll keep drawing it out and Xander will do something cute. They'll have a surprise wedding. Wedding of the century. It'll be very sweet. <laughs> yep. So. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So this episode opens on a close-up of Willow and Buffy's faces. They're staring in horror at something we can't see. There's lightning crashing in the background as Willow says, Buffy, it's hideous. Oh, my God, Buffy, look at its arms. And Buffy says, I know, but it's my duty. And then we see that they're both looking into a mirror at their hideous bridesmaids' dresses. Yeah, I wrote, this is a false start. I knew it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> they always do this at the beginning of episodes i know <laughs> they, like, i love set it you up for something mm-hmm. yeah so yeah these dresses are shiny green like satin material with like tool ruffles everywhere yeah giant like green it. flower pinned over their hearts and willow Pretty. says 
that as best man, she should be in a tuxedo and she and like maybe even the blood larva and burlap would have been better than what they have on. Mm, maybe we see that they're in Buffy's room and they talk about how the rehearsal dinner the previous night was like a zoo without table manners. Buffy can't believe everyone's buying the story that Anya's people are circus folk and Willow can't believe how much Xander's family drank. So this sounds like a recipe for a great time. Yeah, I'll say. Anya enters the room in a bathrobe and tells Willow and Buffy they look so beautiful. She hugs them and says this is the happiest day of her whole life. Lightning flashes again and we cut to Xander in his kitchen looking for cufflinks. His uncle Rory fiddles with a coffee maker and a kind of warty looking demon asks Xander how he's doing. Warty? Warty? Yeah. Warty, warty or looking? wordy? Like he talks too much. Like me? Like am I no. a wordy demon? Uh, yes, we're both wordy demons, <laughs> but this one is a warty demon. You know, that's a good uh, alternate name for our podcast is wordy mm. demons. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. I feel like kicking and streaming is a little more descriptive, but. Yeah, but you know, wordy Put demons. that in the back pockets. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, so he asks Xander how he's doing, and then in the background, we see a larger middle-aged woman pouring out cereal for her daughter, so this is a full full apartment and like xander's apartment's got like what one bedroom that we've seen yeah so there's a lot of people here okay okay yeah uh so i wrote never ever 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 let family stay with you especially for your wedding (laughs) (laughs) yeah you don't need that not uh, happening stress you don't need Mm -hmm. yeah you don't need that added stress it's already stressful yeah rory pretends uncle rory pretends to electrocute himself on the coffee maker xander's not amused by this but the the warty looking demon krevlin says that he'll like take a look at it the door opens and xander's parents enter fully dressed mr harris criticizes xander for not being ready yet and xander's mom worries about her hair and then she's like of course i suppose it doesn't really matter because i won't actually be in any of the pictures Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Here we, here we, we had go. some of that drama in our wedding, I'll tell you that. Oh, did you? That's, uh, yeah, that's a story for another day, but yeah, it oh. was uh, I mean, you could a tell whole it now. thing. It was a whole thing. Yeah, weddings uh, just, just bring out the best in people. Yeah, Totally, certainly. always. Mm-hmm. So Xander says that she will be in the photos, and Krevlin tells her that her hair looks lovely. What a nice guy. This guy Krevlin? is so nice. So I could have figured out his fix- name. Yeah. Krevlin, yeah. Yeah, I like this guy. Well, because they keep calling him like Kevin and stuff. Well, they yeah, one of them calls him Quelvin, and the other guy calls him Croven. <laughs> but his name <laughs> is what? Someone Krelvin? calls him Kevin Krevlin. Krevlin, okay. Krevlin, yeah. That's a sharp name. I like that. Yeah, but he's like you know he's trying to fix the coffee maker. He yeah, asks Xander how he's it. doing. Yeah. He uh, he says Mrs. Harris's hair looks nice. Like this is a this is a gentleman. Okay. Stand up, Krelvin. Stand up, Krevlin. <laughs> um, and Mr. A- Mr. Harris asks Krevlin if he is one of hers, i.e. Anya's. Mm-hmm. And Krevlin says that they already met. And he said, you said I resembled your mother-in-law. And then you hit me with a cocktail wiener and insulted my heritage. Mm. Yep. Mr. Harris makes a comment about him being a circus folk coming from a proud line of geeks. And we know it's going to be a long day for Xander. <laughs> long day. The larger woman, Cousin Carol, asks Xander if he thinks Krevlin's skin problem could be cleared up and if he would date a woman with a kid, 
referencing herself, and Xander realizes that her earrings are his cufflinks. She hands them over, and Xander says, Nothing on earth can stop this wedding now. Oh, Xander, you never say that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. How long have you lived on the hellmouth? <laughs> right, seriously. Cut to downtown Sunnydale. It's pouring. Suddenly, the outline of a man appears, kind Uh-oh. of like in, in red, and then turns into like a, you know, fully corporeal man. He is elderly, wears a raincoat, holds an umbrella. He pauses, looks around, opens the umbrella, uh, resumes walking, and then lightning flashes and thunder rumbles. That's cool. It kind of reminds me of Duncan from Duncan's Toy Chest in uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yes. Kind of looks like the same guy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, we get the intro, and then we come back to Buffy trying to get Xander into his cummerbund. So this is a cummerbund. <laughs> cummerbund. Here we go. And Xander starts to freak out, and he says, what if I can't wear my cummerbund? And then the whole world can see the place where my pants meet my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just found funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really? Who cares? But Buffy gets it closed, and I mean, even Xander's kind of joking about it. Um, yeah. But Buffy gets it closed, tells him that he's glowing and tries to help with his bow tie, but gives up and says, where's your best man? Isn't she supposed to do this? And we cut to Willow and Tara buttoning up Anya's dress. They're kind of giggling as Anya practices her vows, saying things like, I promise to love you, to cherish you, to honor you, but not to obey you, of course, because that's anachronistic and misogynistic. And who do you think you are? Like a sea captain or something? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and she says she'll take care of his heart like a little mangy stray. And so Willow and Tara just like <laughs> so trying nice. to keep it together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Willow and Tara step back and look at Anya. And also Anya's wearing like her hair's in curlers. She's wearing a an eye mask. So she's not fully ready yet. Like she's just getting into her dress. Um, And they, yeah, so they step back, look at Anya and they tell her she looks lovely to which Anya replies, it's probably the blush of imprudent spending. (laughs) (laughs) And she says that she wants to see Xander now, but Willow tells her that's bad luck. And Anya says, I'm so excited and I want to share it all with my best friend. I get to be with my best friend forever. Yay! (laughs) BFFs. So cute. Yeah. We cut to the Sunnydale Bison Lodge, the location of the wedding. Guests are arriving. Xander's uncle Rory is trying to get a date with one of the catering staff. <laughs> Take these, Rory. Leave her alone, will you? This guy. Yeah, this guy. Uh, Dehoffrin, Anya's demon daddy, arrives and says Hyman's greetings to a confused Dawn, and then explains oh, Hyman, the god of matrimony, his salutations upon you. May the love we celebrate today avoid an almost inevitable decline <laughs> which fact yeah hymen is actually the greek god of marriage interesting and since you know a woman's hymen is supposed to be broken on the night of her marriage i would feel like they're probably related in some way hashtag uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm here for yeah you well thank you for that trivia sammy joe you- Cut that part out if you want. <laughs> but, uh, De Hoffren, it's a good, De Hoffren, good fact. Fun fact. Yeah. 
Fun fact. <laughs> De Hoffren hands Dawn a wrapped gift, which has holes in it and tentacles that keep poking out. Ah, tents. Like Gotta a, watch out for them tents. Yeah, fun, fun uh, gift. Probably not on the registry. Mm-hmm. Then Halfrick shows up, tries to get Dawn to make another wish, but De Hoffren tells her, you know, they're not working today. Take a day off. Sure. Spike enters with a goth chick whom he keeps telling Dawn is his date. Goth uh, chick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they called her something meaner, but I think goth chick is nicer. Okay. Um, we move over to some of Xander's relatives mingling with demons, including Clem. We love Clem. Clem. Yeah, I said Clement is there. This guy, he's cool. He's a cool guy. He's yep. just hanging out. Just intended. hanging out. Because the nice. skin's hanging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and there's a tentacly demon there, and there's some definite tension happening. Yeah, some Mr. tentacle Harris, tension, if tentacle I Tentacle tension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harris is at the bar, and we see the older man from earlier walking around looking nervous. We cut to Xander, fully dressed. Buffy inspects him and declares that he is ready to get married. <laughs> They head out of the room, and Buffy reiterates that she's not allowed to let Xander's dad or mom near the bar too late. Mm -hmm. Dawn catches up with them and tells Buffy about the, quote, total skank Spike brought. And Xander leaves them to greet his guests, but he kind of, like, takes a deep breath, like, opens the doors and, like, walks into the fray. He thanks a few people. His mom complains about being sat in the third row. Uncle Rory asks where the photographer is. The old man keeps trying to get Xander's attention. Dawn tells him one of the presents got loose. And then finally, the old man pulls Xander away from the others and says, you can't get married today. It's a huge mistake. Xander asks who he is. And the old man says, it sounds crazy. I know, but you have to believe me. I'm Xander Harris. I'm you. And the old man explains that he's Xander from the future. Xander kind of starts to brush him off, but he becomes agitated. Then Xander's dad starts to make a toast to the Harris clan and to his wife as the old man leads young Xander away from the action. Quick, Xander, give him the sports almanac, quick. What? Why? Uh, Because remember Back to the Future 2 when old Biff brought back young Biff, the uh, sports almanac, so that he could bet on all the sports games that are going to happen in the next 30 years. Yeah. And that's how old Biff became like the Donald Trump character. Yeah, that's right. Right. He got rich and miserable, and he kept his sports almanac, his prized possession in a a safe in his lofty apartment. (laughs) Yeah. This guy doesn't seem to- uh, He doesn't care about that, apparently. Care about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's stupid. Yep. Um, yeah. So Mr. Harris uh, then is like trying to do a toast. Uh, then he says to his wife, what would I do without you, beautiful? Well, for starters, I probably wouldn't need to drink so much, would I? Jeez. On the brighter side, marriage has probably saved me from a nasty dose of the clap. Here's to you. Wow. Oh, boy. Nothing about sweet talk from this guy. Yeah. Then he insults the demons, and the tentacle demon tells him to sit down, but before it can devolve much further, Buffy pulls Mr. Harris away from the bar. Smart move. He tries to flirt with her, but Buffy isn't having any of it. 
We cut to a quiet room where the old man takes out an orb and holds it out to Xander. He looks at it and lights shoot, light shoots out of it into Xander's forehead. And then he kind of beams into the orb, like becomes light and goes into the orb. And we see Xander dressed exactly as he is now, holding a beer sitting on a recliner in front of the TV. He's calling for Anya, but two kids come screaming in. A boy who's, I don't know, about 10, I would say. <laughs> and a girl, maybe seven. Oh, boy. This is hitting who, close to home. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the girl has, like, kind of pointy, like, troll sort of ears. Ah, cute. The boy, Josh, calls his sister Sarah a weirdo. Then Anya enters the room in a very nice professional outfit, but she's, like, you know, kind of unhappy and... You she's know. like, the lasagna's thawing in the fridge. Right. <laughs> she tells him she's doing a makeover party because one of them has to make money. Xander says he can't work because his back is shot. And Anya says that it's his fault for fighting demons with Buffy, which, yeah, okay. Like, you know, Xander is not superhuman. He could really hurt himself. Just yeah. saying. You know what? Back issues are no joke, too. When I have, no. when I throw my back out, I cannot move. You remember? Yeah. Remember yeah. when I had a broken back on this podcast? I couldn't yep. move. I do remember. You had to record laying down. And we didn't even use that episode. We had to re-record. It wasn't good enough. Oh, I couldn't remember that. Yeah, it was the first episode that we recorded three times, <laughs> oh. folks. So the one that you hear on this podcast. Third that's, time's a charm. That, that's take three. All right. We didn't get it on the first or the second try. <laughs> second try, I was on my back laying on a futon. I mean, you made an earnest effort. I did. I tried really hard. You know, you were really pushing for it, and I agreed. I don't think that was the case. <laughs> I do not think that I'm was the case. I'm just saying I martyred myself okay. on the futon. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, Anya says, it didn't save her, did it? All it did was ruin our lives. And she leaves and Xander yells, I hope you crash in your stupid pink car. Wow. Yikes. That's flash not, to. It's not loving. No, definitely not. We flash to a restaurant years later. The kids are teens now and Anya looks to be in her 50s. But Xander is still the same age. Uh, and still dressed. So it's like they, they're basically just putting this Xander in these memories. Right. Um, so Sarah is complaining and Josh keeps calling her a freak. Anya tells Xander that he's had too much wine. Sarah says that she hates them and knows Xander isn't her real dad and storms off. Whew. Whew, man. Cut. We cut ahead again, Xander and a much older, maybe 70s-ish looking Anya um, mm -hmm. sit at a sad looking table in a sad looking kitchen arguing. Anya so says, I, I want my life back. If I hadn't married you, I wouldn't have had to hate myself for Jeez, the last 30 such years. Such vitriol. Oh my God, I know. Jeez. Xander grabs a frying pan and lunges for her, yelling for her to shut up and then we fade back to the present. Yikes. So, looks Not like he was going good. to murder her there. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't looking good. No. Also, I wrote uh, Xander's uh, recliner potato, and then I wrote, I like that recliner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a recliner potato in that in that recliner. Yeah, I said, the future looks bleak. This old Zan is a real party pooper. Way to rain on a parade. 
And I also wrote, you know what? You can take that crystal ball and cram it, old me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you where you can put that crystal ball. Right? I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the old man tells Xander these are glimpses of his future. He tells him that the spell that brought him here won't last long, but Xander can change things by not marrying Anya. He says, you'll hurt her less today than you will later. Believe me, sometimes, you know, you're uh, better at old, feel like you'll do a better old man voice. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm great at old old man voice. It's one of my passions and pastimes. Yeah. You'll hurt her less today than you will later. Believe me, sometimes two people, all they bring each other is pain. Perfect. Thank you. Xander looks horrified. We cut to the hall. Most of the guests are now sitting and waiting for the ceremony to begin. When Buffy sees Spike and they exchange, you know, sort of tense pleasantries, she tells Spike that him bringing a guest does hurt her a little bit. But it doesn't change anything. Spike says, you know, he's just going to leave. But he stops to say, it's nice to watch you be happy. For them, even. I don't see it a lot. You, uh, you glow. And Buffy says, that's because the dress is radioactive. (laughs) Radioactive. Radioactive. And they laugh and then they both walk away. Also, that dress kind of looks like a, a watermelon rind. Like after you yeah. eat a watermelon, yeah, it's like what's left, left over. over. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like that. Yeah, kind of does. Yeah, it's not honestly the worst dress I've ever it's seen, not. but I've it's seen like worse ones. not great. Yeah. yeah, I remember like the first time I saw this, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I think I'm just older and wiser now. You know what would have made it really like bad like if you were trying to sell bad it would have been a big gaudy bow like right on the chest yeah yeah that would have done it the flowers weren't that bad flowers are flowers you know but like bow when you go full bow oof you know that's That's when you know that's when you know yeah yeah that this dress gonna blow (laughs) we have to (laughs) finish out the rhyme yeah yeah (laughs) Um, in the kitchen, Xander is pacing nervously when Willow enters. They tell each other that they look nice, and Willow says, it's a good thing I realized I was gay. Otherwise, hey, you, me, and formal wear, which was funny. Yeah. Reference back to uh, the, uh, it wasn't the prom, it was the homecoming, yeah. Um, Willow says, uh, oh yeah, then they hug, and Willow says, do you know how much I love you? Xander says, about half as much as I love you. That's nice. Nice. He tells her that he wants to work on his vows a bit, and so she leaves. In the bridal room, Anya is still working on her vows, and Tara is looking bored at this point. Music starts to play, and Anya gets excited. Buffy pokes her head in to ask if she's ready to go, but before Anya can answer, Willow pulls Buffy back into the hall and tells her that Xander is gone. Willow tells her to stall while she goes to look for him. So Buffy goes back into the bridal room and tells Anya that there will be a delay because the minister had to perform an emergency C-section because he's also a doctor. (laughs) Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. (laughs) And Anya seems to buy this. She's like, okay, you know, she's not happy about it, but she's like, whatever. And she kind of rolls with it. She returns to the mirror. she bought it. Yeah. (laughs) She returns to the mirror and reciting her vows. 
which play in voiceover as we cut to sad Xander walking in the rain, getting his tux soaked. Back in the main room, the guests are fidgeting. Buffy starts to walk down the aisle, so the string quartet begins to play Here Comes the Bride. But Buffy says, <laughs> no, funny. it's not what you think. Yeah, <laughs> Not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Uh, she proceeds down the aisle to talk to the minister, and then she walks back down the aisle, and the band starts to play the recessional music, but they stop when Buffy glares at them. Mr. Harris gets up and leaves. We cut back to the bridal suite where Anya is now pacing nervously. And then we get back to Mrs. Harris, who goes to Mr. Harris at the bar. Uh, so Xander and Anya's parents, or Xander's parents, sorry. Um, and Mr. Harris orders another drink. They accuse Anya of being at fault for this. DeHoffrin tells Halfrick that he's worried about Anya. And Halfrick says, oh, sure, of course you are. <laughs> Because, you know, she's obviously got daddy issues. Uh, right. <laughs> and DeHoffrin says, oh, Halfrick, you know I love all my demons equally. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin good. Carol gets up and tells Buffy to do something. Carol? So Buffy heads to the mic and, like, asks who's from out of town. <laughs> we see Dawn standing at the entrance chatting up a teenage demon with kind of small horns. He's kind of cute. Yeah, I'll say. They talk about whose family is more messed up. And we cut to uh, cut back to Buffy, who's now playing charades. And Buffy, uh, Anya heads towards the main hall. Like, she leaves her room and starts walking. She's like, ah, I'm done waiting. Yep. Tara's hot on her heels trying to stop her. In the main hall, Buffy and Krevlin are now juggling Krevlin. apples. Krevlin's always happy to help out. Sure. Dawn tells the demon teen that the groom took off and no one can find him. Just as Anya rounds the corner and hears this, um, the demon teenager takes off and Anya grills Dawn. She says, what do you mean Xander's missing? Which now everyone in the hall can hear. Yeah. Or in the main area, I should say. Uncle Rory says that it's a joke and then he starts to tell a story and Tentacle Demon says, oh, great, another Harris family joke. (laughs) <laughs> and he tells Mr. Harris to have another drink. And Mr. Harris says, drinking is the only way I can dull the pain of looking at your ugly face. Wow. Yeah. They shout back and forth. Start com- Then they start communicating with their fists, Pat. What? That's not how and you a, communicate. A full-on brawl breaks out. Yikes. Z- uh, Tara kind of tries to make her way through. And Willow like kind of pulls her out to safety. And they sort of have a moment. Looking at each other. Anya asks the fighting crowd if anyone has seen Xander. And Cousin Carol points out the old man and says that she saw Xander go into the trophy room with him. She asks him what he said to Xander. And we're going to do some lines. All right. And you you want me to be the old man? (laughs) Yeah. Really doesn't matter now, does it? It's done. What's done? Did you... If you said something to make him leave... You what? Haven't changed a bit. Still as vindictive as ever. Do I know you? You don't recognize me, Anya. (laughs) You don't recognize me, Anya. (laughs) I'm not the man I used to be, I know. Xander, where is he? You tell me, old man. You tell me why he left. He left because of you. I didn't do anything. Oh, really? What about this? 
Suddenly, the old man begins to grow. He morphs into a huge demon with oh, man. gray skin, yellow eyes, and short kind of yellowish spikes all over his head. <laughs> Anya stares up at him. The fighting continues in the background as Anya demands to know what the demon did to Xander. You did this. You brought this on. I've waited a long time for this on Yonka. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Couldn't Thank I you. couldn't I can't direct that better. No, you can't. I'm the best demon <laughs> in town. And Anya says, Who are you? And the demon tells her that he was a philanderer back in Chicago in nineteen fourteen. I was says, a philanderer back in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says some hussy I'd been taking around summons you. Next thing I know, I look like this, and I'm being tortured in another dimension. I forgot. Well, I didn't. And then the demon hits Anya across the face, and Buffy sees this. Every day I remembered, and every day I thought how I would somehow get here and ruin your life like you ruined mine. It didn't take much either. I scared off your fiancé with a couple of phony visions. Visions of what? Your future, or his nightmare vision of your future. That's it? That's all you did? Yeah, it was easy. Look at that. You're crying. Oh, I like that. Stop it. Oh, cry, Anyanka. Cry. I love to see you cry. And now I'd love to see you scream. Well done, Pat. Thank you. It's a performance well of a lifetime. That was good. I was like, I hope he gets this uh, cry, Anyanka, right, but you did. Yeah. I got uh, no thank notes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I can hear the applause from the other side of the uh, the uh, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. in the car is driving. Yeah. Definitely. They can't believe their ears. No. Yeah. So he... <laughs> The demon swipes at Anya with a clawed hand, growling. She shrieks and falls to the ground, but Buffy arrives to intervene and hits him in the face with a folding chair. Very WWE. I was about to say that. Yeah. The demon grabs Anya and says, Too funny. (laughs) And says, Come any... I'll just have you say this. The demon... (laughs) I I can't even attempt it at this point. You can't even attempt the demon? I'll lose yeah. my, my so voice So he grabs here. Anya and says, Come any closer and I'll kill her. That's okay. I think that's his last line. All Xander right. rushes in and Buffy kicks the demon in the leg. He lets go of Anya. She runs over to Xander and tells him it was all lies that the demon showed him. Xander says it doesn't matter now. Buffy grabs the veil that was put on the mounted bison head and strang- str- starts to strangle the demon with it. Then Xander hits him with a pedestal and slams it down again and declares the demon to be dead. The guests all cheer and Mr. Harris says, look at this damage. I'm not paying for this, you freaks. This guy. And Krevlin says, stop calling us freaks. And the fighting begins again. (laughs) This gets crazy. (laughs) I know. But Anya yells for everyone to stop and get back in their seats because the wedding will go on. And she turns back to Xander and says that it was all smoke and mirrors and they can get married now. But Xander tells her he can't. 
Anya says that what the man showed him wasn't real and that he wanted Xander to hate her. Xander says that it wasn't her he was hating. He says, I had these thoughts and fears before this. Maybe we just went too fast. And Anya says, look, everybody has thoughts. It's natural. It doesn't mean that getting married is wrong. Look, you're just shaking up, okay? You just calm down and we'll start over, okay? Oh, and she's no. she's handling this very well, I think, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, she's willing to work with down. him. Yeah, yeah, come on, let's back up. Let's take a breath. We're all, we're, we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Xander looks over at the main room and he sees his parents fighting. His dad sort of screaming at his mom and his dad kind of looks like he's going to hit her. Um, and he says to Anya, we can't start over. If this is a mistake, it's forever. And I don't want to hurt you. Not that way. And then we get a close shot of their hands like they had been holding hands yeah. and their hands separate and Uh-oh. fall to their sides. Oh, oh no. So, so dramatic. I, I walk a lonely road. It's Green Day. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Xander says, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And Anya is crying now. She walks into the hall. Xander leaves. And here comes the bride starts to play. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> yeah. guys. Read the come room. On. Come on. Get it together. Everyone stands up as Anya slowly makes her way down the aisle. She's got like a bloody scratch marks from the demon on on her uh, on her arm and tears streaming down her face. Oh, jeez. She makes her way down the aisle, but she stops before she gets to the end. Then we cut to Dawn, Willow, and Buffy drinking tea in the Summer's living room. Dawn asks if they should do anything for Anya but Willow says she wants to be alone and you know she and Buffy both say how you know it hurts hurts their hearts to think about it all Hmm. Dawn says why did this happen and Willow says I don't know I feel like I should be hating Xander but I can't I just I just hope he's okay Dawn says I wonder where he is Xander's got uh he's got cold feet now because of this whole thing but uh I think it's due to his daddy issues. I think definitely Z- Xander's dealing with some real deep daddy issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, we see how his dad was treating, you know, know, his mom and Xander. And that's like, that was it, right? That was the vision that he was showing was like, oh, I'm repeating the mistakes of my dad. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, all right there. It's very on the But nose. you know what? Number one, if you recognize that that is happening- that's you're, the first you're step probably, towards you're getting probably better. You're probably not going to repeat it. But yeah, right. it's it's the first step and you work yeah. towards not repeating it. A lot of things that I recognize that uh, so far, Sammy Joe, have not repeated. Yeah, so, definitely. Same. You know? You got to work hard to undo that, you know? Sure. Um. So we cut to Xander entering a crappy motel room and then we fade to a close-up of Anya still in her wedding dress, surrounded by black. This is a nice way to cap off the day. You know, checking into a seedy hotel with broken air conditioning. Yeah. This is obviously the better choice, Xander. Yeah, nice mm. life that you're painting yourself here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So, um, but yeah, we fade to Anya, and uh, she's in her wedding dress. There's black all around her. De Hoffren hands her a handkerchief, 
walks around her and asks if she's okay. Anya says she's tired of crying. And Dehofren says, Oh, Anyanka, I'm sorry. But you let him domesticate you. When you were a vengeance demon, you were powerful. At the top of your game, you crushed men like him. It's time you got back to what you do best. Don't you think? Blackout. Anya lifts her face up to look at him, her expression blank. Blackout. Blackout. Oh, man. Powerful oh, stuff. Oh, man. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Final also, thoughts? Yeah, Dehofren A. Dehofren, the word Dehofren sounds like a medication that you would take. Yes. You know, like if you couldn't stop coughing, then you would mm-hmm. take Dehofren. Dehofren. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, w- that would actually be the jingle, too. Mm-hmm. Can't be stop on. coughing. Take Dehofren. Dehofren. Boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yep. trademark that. Please do. And also, here's another prediction, which I'll throw into my predictions. Uh, okay. Don't worry. This this will all resolve beautifully somehow. They're going to come back together. They're going to be fine, as well as Willow and Taro are going to come back together, give the fans what they want, and it's all going to be beautifully resolved somehow. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we'll just throw that at the, the, yeah, at the end, too. Okay. Well, yeah. you got to remember that, because I'm going to ask uh, you in a minute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay, no problem. Any other final thoughts? Nope. Okay. Well, you want some trivia? Please. The title Hell's Bells is yeah. an exclamation of anger, frustration, or surprise, just like you said at the beginning. Uh-huh. The full uh, exclamation is Hell's Bells and Buckets of Blood. Ugh, gross. And it's also a reference to the song by ACDC, which okay. is what I sang at the beginning. Hell's Bells. Amber Benson said in an interview to Buffy Magazine that uh, Amber Benson plays Tara. She says, I'm the biggest klutz on the set. Remember Emma Caulfield in that wedding dress? I got that dress off her at least four times because I'd be following her and I'd step on the dress and she'd have to pull it back up. But she looked gorgeous in it. A cut dialogue explains Giles's absence. Dawn says, I thought Xander and Anya could. Oh, yeah. Where is Giles? Right. Yeah, they don't explain that. I didn't even think about it. I mean, you know, he's in England, but yeah, if you yeah, feel but like still, he this should is a big here. moment. Right. So this dialogue explains that. I feel like if cut. Giles was here, this would uh, uh, all been avoided. Avoided. It would have been yeah. fine. Everything would have been fine. He would have cleared it up. He would have been like, "Look, you're being ridiculous." I'm and the he's adult. He's obviously in the room. a demon. Yeah. So let's um, let's it's cast all... him away and get on with it now. Right. So Dawn says, I thought Xander and Anya couldn't afford flowers. And Willow says, Giles sent them. Aren't they gorgeous? Dawn says, yeah, I wish Giles was here. And Willow says, me too. I'm sure he'd much rather be here than fighting that nasty demon. And Dawn says, Damon. In England, it's Damon. And Willow says, Damon, too, right. Oh, too, right. But Giles has got responsibilities. And so Anya and Xander have flowers and flowers and more flowers. Oh, it's going to be so pretty. <laughs> so that got dialogue it. was cut. All right. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller displays her real life talent for juggling in this episode. Hey, oh, yeah. I noticed that. And somebody else juggles, too. Yeah, it was uh, her and Krevlin. Yeah, Krevlin juggles, too. Everybody's juggling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sammy um, Joe? Hmm? You can juggle? 
I can juggle. I definitely feel like I've seen your juggling before. <laughs> I did yeah. it in the office a lot. Yeah. You know me. I'm a real show off. Yeah, I do know yeah. that. <laughs> um, when Xander kills the demon, Willow asks, is anyone else waiting for it to go poof? This echoes her exact words from the opening of season three, episode nine, The Wish, which was Anya's first appearance on the show. This served as a tribute to her first appearance. Hmm. Go figure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Wow. We got through it, huh? Double Buffy. I feel like timing was good. Yeah, look at that. That Yeah, look at that. We did pretty good. Solid timing. Yeah. Nice job, Sammy Joe. Thank you. Air high five. Thank you. Yeah. All right. What uh what was your favorite moment of the first episode? So the the Riley episode. Uh I like the whole dynamic with Sam. I think when she repelled down and showed up, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that when Sam shows up. Yeah, I definitely like Sam, but I also like in the beginning when Buffy and Riley first interact and she's like there's a cow on my hat. <laughs> Oh yeah, and also when she's like, "Well, I'm I I died, so uh, yeah, so I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of fun little quips. Yeah. Also, I like seeing that flag on a C stand on the side. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice shout great, out. great. Yep. Um, and what about your favorite moment of episode two? Episode two. Uh, Much more you know, of a downer, but. It was, but, you know, I kind of liked all of the silly hijinks at the wedding. You know, I like when they're starting to brawl mm-hmm. and things like that, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. I thought that was, was funny. There's some green guy who is uh, kind of ruining the wedding for everyone. <laughs> green guy? <laughs> yeah, green guy. Yeah, he's like a, I don't know, he's fighting. I fighting, feel like Mr. Harris was stuff the one up. Ruin the, ruining the wedding for yeah. everyone. Oh, wait. I don't know if we talked about this, but this demon guy touches Mr. Harris with his flipper tentacle hand. Yeah, the tentacle guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, don't touch me or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, don't touch me with your tentacles or yeah, right. yeah. flippers that, or something. That was good. I'm going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's what that's what led to the brawl, the first brawl. Yeah, that's good stuff. I like the moments of um, Buffy and Willow just like telling Xander how good he looks and that how they love him and he's, you know, they're excited for him. I like those intimate moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, you know, having gone through a wedding, having those like short moments with your, with your people who love you is kind of, especially like right before the ceremony, that kind of really helps ground you, I think. Sure. Yeah. So... Gotta yeah, have those, those like rocks. That. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So what do you think is gonna happen next on Buffy? All right, what were my predictions like five four five four or five minutes ago? <laughs> well, you said that you don't think Riley's coming back. Nope, he's gone. Riley's gone. We Riley's uh, gone forever. We saw him uh exit in a helicopter twice. This time he was on yep. a rope with another lady, so that equals we are done seeing Riley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, close that chapter. All right. There might be a quick reference to him, but pfft, he's gone. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving on from Riley, I'm going to say uh, Xander and Anya belong together. They will come back together and they will have a beautiful wedding uh, that's going to be smaller, more intimate, kind mm-hmm. of like 
with just the Scooby gang. And then Giles will actually show up to that one. And it'll mm-hmm. be magical and beautiful. And it'll be sort of like uh, like a surprise in a way. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, they tried to plan it as a regular traditional wedding. It went awry. It was terrible. They're going to learn from that lesson. Because all the gonna... people make it about themselves. Right. And then they're going to have happens. a more beautiful, totally rom-com wedding. And it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. All right. What uh, media do you have to recommend? <sighs> what media do I recommend? You first. All right. I'm going to recommend the Hulu show Up Here uh, with okay. Mae Whitman. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, it. Uh, I don't think you will like it because it's musically, but it's a musical about it's like internal dial like the voices the internal dialogue we were kind of talking about this before we started recording like the voices and internal dialogue that you have in your head the things like the positive and the negative things like all of that um they handle that here as like actual people kind of walking behind some of the main characters and like talking at them and it's great because they have them as uh like may whitman's may whitman's characters like two of her internal dialogue internal voices are her parents Mm -hmm. um which is like real right like we all hang on to these things that like our parents have said to us or like how they would react in a situation um, and I just thought it was really cool the way that was done. And then, and then there's also like a lot of, uh, musical to it. So musicality. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I really like it. Okay. It's very good. Don't think Sounds you would good. love it, but, uh, I certainly do. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to recommend a movie that I rewatched that I had brought down a stack of Blu-rays from my personal collection down to my family. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I, after I beat him in cribbage, we uh, went upstairs and he chose uh, Willow Creek out of the oh. stack, which he had never seen. And I'd seen it once I've before. I've never seen it either. This is a movie that's kind of like a found footage, kind of like a Blair Witch type mm. movie. Uh, it's directed by Bobcat Goldthwait, and it's about a couple who uh, is uh, like taking a vacation to where the Patterson-Gimlin footage of Bigfoot was filmed. So that famous shot oh. from 1967 or whatever of the Sasquatch yeah. that they haven't really been able to debunk. They're like, yeah, I don't know. It seems legit like a, yeah. like a real Bigfoot or whatever. We don't know shaky. what to do with this. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what to do with this. Yeah. So, uh, so this guy is like obsessed with it. So he and his girlfriend go on vacation. And so the whole, you know, all the footage is through like a camcorder of them, you know, basically trying to shoot like a documentary. So they're like, you know, talking with each other the whole time while they're filming it. And they interview a bunch of people and then uh, they go and spend some time in the woods and uh, hijinks ensue. So it's, I really enjoyed it. My brother made fun of it the whole time. He's like, I don't know what you're showing me. And then at the (laughs) end, he's like, I don't know what that was. And I was like, yeah, but wasn't it kind? He's like, no. And I was like, okay. But you know what? I liked it. I'm going to give it a shout out. That's uh, it's Willow Creek. I don't know where you can find it, but I found it on Blu-ray for like a couple bucks. Hmm. 2014 or something. Cool. Yeah. You know what's funny? You you would 
you said like a movie you hadn't seen in a while. Um, I watched uh, for the first time My Cousin Vinny, oh, which I feel youths. like, yeah, I feel like yeah. people, talked, <laughs> what are youths? <laughs> Yeah. I <laughs> uh, feel like people talked about it so much and for whatever reason I just had never seen it and I was yeah. looking for a comedy and Dave suggested that. It's a good. And one. I was like, "Oh, this was good." And I mean, it was f- it was fine. It was funny. I don't it think it's everything that's cracked up to be. <laughs> no, I don't think it's everything it's cracked up to be. I don't it's not like laugh out loud funny, but right. I did Joe love Joe Pesci's great, Ralph Macchio. Great. Yeah. Um, but I I also loved um uh, is it Marissa, Marissa, Marissa Tomei? Tomei. Tomei. Yeah. yeah. I loved her in it. Yeah. Um, she's great. And Dave, like as we, before we started watching it, he was like, yeah, there's a strong female character in it. Like you'll like her. And I, <laughs> He's <laughs> trying to reel you in. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I would give it like maybe six and a half. Like it was enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know fine. that I would I see it I remember I caught but... up with it like way too late. You know, I was like in college or something, but everybody grew up watching this movie, you know? Yeah. So I was I like, just I don't know, I think I kind of missed the train, but, you know, there's still parts of it that I remember that yeah. were good. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, cool. All right. Well. All right. Well, double Buffy in the books. And, next week, uh, back to normal. Back to the island, and uh, we'll visit Buffy as well. So we will see you next week. Uh, so until then, you can listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places that you can find us. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And what else? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. We love to hear what your favorite moments are. Um, and if we entertain you, you can support us on Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod because this ad is not support, or this podcast is not supported by ads. Oh, yeah, so, but also we have an offer to start advertising uh, on our on, uh, on our platform. So that's something I forgot to mention to you. Well, oh. we'll take that off air. That's inside baseball. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got to um, we got to crunch some numbers to see, but right now we're not uh, advertise supported. Yeah. But if you hear ads, we're making a couple nickels, all right? So right. just so bear with us. That's what we do. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. Um you can send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com. And, and always, always remember, remember that, that streaming is better with Krevlin. Okay. Krevlin's good, yeah. We chose our demons. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.